All right, hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. This is the Sunday Tarot Talk, and this week we are talking about Key 12, The Hanged Man, a very important card uh, with a lot of uh, deep symbolism uh, that we'll get into. I want to start out the show with uh, a little reading from Paul Foster Case's book of tokens on uh, the letter Mem. So this is the meditation on the letter Mem, the Hebrew letter that is associated with uh, key 12, the hanged man. So it goes like this. I am the water of life, the mute dark mirror of substance reflecting myself unto myself. This is the womb of all beings. Changeless, this great deep of elemental water remaineth forever pure. Because of this, it possesseth, possesseth the quality of stability. It holdeth all things in solution, yet its own nature remaineth ever the same. Mem is the murmuring of this great sea of life, and by the addition of its letters, Mem, Yod, and Mem, revealeth the number 90, which representeth the operation of Yesod through the ten lights of emanation. Consider this well, O Israel, for as Yesod is the foundation of existence, so are the waters the substance of that foundation. From water do all forms have their beginning, even as it is declared in Genesis. So we'll get into some of what this means uh, in, this, uh, in this lesson today. As we talk about the hanged man, I want to welcome everybody here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all uh, your support, uh, Cosmic Eye family, who are supporting us through anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye. And if you're not, and you want to, please uh, go ahead and make a small donation through there uh, at, like I said, anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye. Uh, you can find out more about us uh, on the website at CosmicEye.org or follow us at, at Cosmic Eye Tarot. So right now uh, at the CosmicEye.org website, we're offering pre-sales on our Unicorn and Blooming Cat Tarot decks. Uh, so check those out. Uh, and get yours before they run out. We have uh, we are on second printing of both of those cards, and of course our first printing sold out very quickly. Uh, so if you <clears throat> want to get those cards, jump on those now. Uh, all right. So also on Wednesday we have our Spirit Work podcast that I do uh, with Angel of at Angel on the Eighth Day, where we talk about clairvoyance, spirits, ancestors, spirit guides, angels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so follow us. Uh, to find out when those new shoes sh shows are up. Of course, like I said, they are on Wednesday. Uh, and also I have free tarot readings every Monday and Fridays we have uh, free spirit slash ancestor readings there on social media, on Instagram. Uh, and on TikTok, you can get our uh, tarot readings as well for free. I wanna thank Paul Foster Case, whose work I draw so heavily from. I'm great, greatly appreciative of his uh, wisdom and I uh, ask for his guidance as we go through this work. I wanna start with the pattern on the trestle board, which is a Kabbalistic affirmation. I highly uh, suggest that you guys learn this. This is a really powerful tool uh, to raise consciousness, uh, to build your concentration, uh, to connect more deeply to Kabbalah, et cetera. So here's the pattern on the trestle board. It goes as follows. This is the truth about the self. Zero, all the power that ever was or will be is here now. Number one, I'm a center of expression for the primal will to good, which eternally creates and sustains the universe. Number two, through me, its unfailing wisdom takes form in thought and word. Number three, filled with understanding, 
I'm guided moment by moment along the path of liberation. Number four, from the exhaustless riches of its limitless substance, I draw all things needful, both spiritual and material. Number five, I recognize the manifestation of the undeviating justice in all the circumstances of my life. Number six, in all things great and small, I see the beauty of the divine expression. Number seven, living from that will, supported by its unfailing wisdom and understanding. Mine is the victorious life. Number eight, I look forward with confidence to the perfect realization of the eternal splendor of the limitless light. Number nine, in thought and word and deed, I rest my life from day to day upon the sure foundation of eternal being. Number 10, the kingdom of spirit is embodied in my flesh. All right, pattern on the trestle board. You can check that out at bota.org or check that out online if you want to memorize that. So grab that card, the hangman card. I am using the BOTA version of this card, the Builders and the Aditum, uh, Paul Foster Cases uh, group. The cards do look pretty similar to the Rider Waite deck as well. So if you have a Rider Waite deck, you can use that or just pull up the BOTA card online and follow along if you want. Uh, the Hangman. Uh, of course, means in a tarot reading. So we'll get into the meaning of this in a tarot reading. And then after this, we're going to get into the symbolism of what it means uh, psychologically and esoterically speaking. So uh, if your question deals with spiritual matters, when you pull this card, uh, it means that spiritual wisdom is going to unfold. It deals with samadhi, cosmic consciousness. Uh, this idea of surrender to the inevitable and, of course, the dependence on the one source, on the I am presence. Uh, in material issues, we're talking about material issues, business, or just general life issues. Uh, the card usually represents losses or reversals, a sort of stuckness, or kind of hanging in suspended animation. Uh, the idea that some sort of movement or decision needs to be made. Those are some of the meanings associated with this tarot card in a reading, in a reading. So, of course, there's a lot of deep symbolism. We're only going to get into a few things because we only have a bit of uh, time here on the show, unfortunately. But uh, I encourage you to go deeper and study the works of Paul Foster Case, Alistair Crowley, The Golden Dawn, and so forth. And you're going to find really deep meanings to these cards. Uh, Jung's work. Uh, there's a great Jungian tarot book that's uh, uh, by Sally Nicholson, I believe is her name. Uh, that's a fantastic book as well, if you want to go deeper. Uh, we'll, we'll go deeper uh, in the show. Um, but again, like I said, we can only go so far. So this card portrays a, a hanged man. He's upside down, though. His left foot is suspended from a, a crossbar. And there's, a, there's, there's two trees supporting this crossbar. They, they do look like the litter. A letter Tav or Tau, um, if you know the shape of that letter. And that refers, of course, to the universe card, which is key 21, which we'll be talking about uh, down the line. We're on key 12 right now. And of course, we're going through the whole series of these, um, of these cards. And there are 22 cards that go from zero to 21. We started with the Fool, and we're going to end up on the universe card, which is key 21, which that letter Tav or Tau is dealing with that the fool is hanging from. He has uh, red leggings, yellow stockings on his feet, or yellow sh or shoes on his feet, supported by a white rope, and he's hanging uh, in a sort of a ditch. His head is in this ditch. It's a very serene look on his face. He has white hair. Uh, there are two crescent moons on his blue tunic that he wears. 
and there's some grass on the side, some green grass, and the card's mainly blue, signifying that it's it's association with this what with this water that we're going to talk about. The letter Mem, and of course the number twelve are assigned to this card. Uh, so let's get into some of the ideas and symbolism behind this card, some of the depth, the esoteric meanings behind it. So we talked a little bit about the meanings uh, of this of this tarot card in a reading, but then when you really meditate on this card and you go deeper, there's of course esoteric and occult symbolism associated with it that go beyond the sort of divination meaning. And that's what we talk about each week in the show. So the main lesson of the hangman is the idea of reversal, what's known as the law of reversal. When we learn uh, to apply this law of reversal in our lives, uh, we can begin to express the attitude of, of the truly wise of the adept of the occult masters, which is generally the exact reverse of what we find in popular opinion. So you find in the media, you find in culture, in day-to-day -day life, this idea that uh, there's a very high value on the material world. The average person sets a really high value, in fact, probably the highest value on this material existence. When we come to this state of reversal that this key 12 symbolizes, when this reversal occurs, you realize uh, the foolishness in placing all your uh, faith in this material world. So working with the tarot cards helps us to affect this reversal, working with all of them, uh, particularly this card, obviously, which is one of the most important cards in the deck. Uh, they're all important, of course, but this really signifies a, a change, a real shift, a paradigm shift. Uh, that leads us to spiritual enlightenment. That's what this reversal is, this understanding uh, and reversal. So again, it, it's the average person sets this high value on the material world, whereas the spiritually enlightened, the truly wise begin to understand that, uh, that this material world is just an effect, that the spiritual world behind it is the cause. So this key 12 is a symbol of, of freedom, absolute freedom, just a, re a release from uh, apparent limitations and bondage. And you know, it looks like this, this hanged man is in bondage. He's, he's stuck uh, hanging from this, this cross, this Tau cross. Uh, and, you know, he looks like he's in complete bondage. His hands are behind his back. We don't know if they're tight or not. I mean, they're not, but we, we can't see that. Uh, so, you know, it actually looks like he's limited and in bondage, but that's where the paradox comes into place. So the man, like I said, the man on the card looks like he's suffering. It looks like he's in bondage, but this is only an appearance. So this is a lesson that we're deluded. We're truly deluded when we look at the surface, when we don't go deeper. And it's the same idea with this material existence that we live in. You know, it appears to be this solid, heavy, really important thing that we're experiencing. Uh, when in reality, it's just this levels of vibration, it's levels of consciousness. We have to go deeper, we have to go beyond the appearance of things to truly understand life, and that's that idea of reversal. So this Hebrew letter Mem, we read about at the beginning uh, from the Book of Tokens, that's associated with this key, of course, means waters or seas in Hebrew, Mayim, Mayim, Mem. It also means water in a general sense. It's like the water that you would drink or just water in general. So this card's connected to the element of water also. Uh, but more importantly, it refers to the metaphysical substance water uh, that occultists 
uh, refer to in a lot of their literature. The water represents the law of reversal also um, because water reflects everything upside down. Water was the first mirror. Water was the first place we could see our reflection as, as human beings. Um, and water, as I said, when it's used in occult books is it's a kind of a difficult concept to understand. It requires a meditation, deep meditation and concentration experience or knowledge to really have the gnosis or the you know experiential understanding of it. But we can kind of grasp it a little bit if we if we think about it, um, at least philosophically. Um, but but to truly understand it, as the alchemist spoke of the water of the wise, we really have to go deeply into meditation, deeply uh, into ourselves, into the uh, the higher self within us to understand on a on a different level and to have this true reversal. Uh, we talked about the uh, high priestess in our third episode of the show. You can go back and check that out if you haven't heard that. And you previously learned that water is connected to subconsciousness. So you also learned in that lesson that subconsciousness is connect connected. It's really connected to uh, the true substance of every form in the universe or the one thing from which all things are made. So there's this idea of this one source and this one substance that we're all made from. And that's that idea of the vibration uh, the source of all vibrations and all materialized form. So in that sense, then it's easy to see how this letter mem symbolizes the root of nature, uh, which is also known as the mother deep in Taoism. Mem is uh, one of the three mother letters of Kabbalah, along with Aleph, Aleph letter Aleph and Shin. And these three letters symbolize three aspects of the absolute, three aspects of the absolute. We're gonna get more into that in future episodes, uh, but I'll kind of give you that idea for now. We know that the universal subconscious uh, is also the personal subconscious. So we're connected to this in an intimate way. And we use this power to manifest and create the life that, that we want uh, by means of suggestion, visualization, and affirmation. So we know that we work with this one source and this one power, this universal subconscious power, uh, through our own subconscious mind and through our, our powers of consciousness uh, used um, creatively, used in a focused way, using concentration, suggestion, like I said, visualization, affirmation, prayer, and so on connects us to that force. So we have this idea that matter, like I said, the average person thinks this, and we all fall into this category most of the time, but when we get glimpses, you know, through our meditation, through our ritual work and so on into the other side, and we realize this isn't true, but we have this idea that matter uh, seems so dense and immovable and really solid. Uh, it seems kind of resistant to, to change, and it seems resistant to our our desire to change it. So this leads us to the mistaken view that, that, you know, that thinking or imagination or our ritual or magical work has no power over our external conditions. Sometimes we think that because this material existence seems so, so real and so substantial to us, whereas we think our, our mind or thought and so on is kind of insubstantial. But, you know, when we're in this state of wisdom and when we understand what wise uh, people throughout the ages have learned, we know that those who have had this reversal of mind uh, depicted by the hanged man, you know, aren't deceived by these appearances. They're not deceived by the appearances. 
So the truly wise, the adepts, the occult uh, leaders and, and teachers understand that they're surrounded by things which are not truly solid. So even the densest forms of physical substance, as well as the lightest gases, are really just forms of energy built up from these widely separate drops, let's call them, of this quote unquote water that the alchemists speak of, or this water that we're speaking of, you know, in this sense of esoteric water, occult water. Uh, you know, we can see it represented by the physical water, but it, 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 that's really just a symbol. We don't mean water in a sense like a cup of water that you're gonna drink or a water that's flowing through a river, but this water the alchemists spoke of. Is, a, is, a, is more akin to, to vibration or an energy. So a practical student of occultism knows there's no difference between the energy that takes form as a thought or the energy which takes form as a diamond or a steel bar or really you know, any physical object uh, in, this, in this experience that we have. So in reality, thought forms are centers of more lasting and intense activity than physical things. So I'm going to repeat that. So thought forms, your thought, your imagination, forms of, 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 of creative imagination, you know, solidified into thought, are centers of more lasting and intense activity than physical things. So that takes place on a, on a plane that's uh, much more subtle than the physical world that we live in, but it affects the physical world that we live in greatly, greatly. So the occult teachings about water are nearly identical to the scientific ideas or conceptions of uh, the electrical constitution of matter. And this idea of particles and electrons and you know, so forth that comes from quantum physics. And when this is understood, it allows you to have a total reversal reversal in your interpretation of your physical environment. So you begin to understand like that, you know, thoughts become things, consciousness becomes matter. You know, the super consciousness behind all of this is the source and this physical reality is just an effect. It's not the cause. The super consciousness is the cause and the material world is the effect, the quote unquote material world. So you're you begin to be able to have this reversal, as I said, in your interpretation of your physical environment by working with this tarot card, working with the hangman, working in meditation and concentration, both on the concepts of this card and just uh, concentration in general. You begin to really um, reverse uh, this, this thinking that this material world is bondage. It's, you know, it's, it's something that... Um, you can't change. It's something that is holding you back. It's something you have no control over. You reverse this, and then you begin to understand you're free from the bondage uh, to appearances. And this stops most people from using mental imagery, uh, affirmations, or ritual, or magic to change their life conditions for the better. Uh, because they don't understand. They get caught up in this physical world and thinking like, well, this is my lot in life, or this is my karma, or this is, you know, this is what I have, and I only have this education or this much money, or, you know, my business is, is you know, only a $50,000 a year business, but I want to make, you know, $500,000 or whatever it is. It's, you know, that we think, you know, these conditions are, um, you know, we have to go beyond that and realize that our mind our imagination, our connection to divine source uh, is, the, is the cause of these conditions. 
Um, and then we can really change these life conditions for the better. But you have to understand that first. You realize that your thinking uh, does affect you, uh, your, your, your actions and, and mindset and creative imagination do affect the conditions. They do change the conditions. They are the source. And then these material conditions are the, the outcome of the outpouring uh, of, of that imagination, that, that uh, consciousness. So another important meaning of key 12, this hanged man is the idea of samadhi. Samadhi is the direct experience of superconsciousness. So samadhi is a Hindu word. In yoga philosophy, the direct experience of superconsciousness and through training uh, in concentration and meditation and working with these tarot cards in the way that I talk about. So, you know, work with these cards for at least five minutes a day, um, each day. So, like I said, this week, of course, we're working with the hangman. So, you know, take some time this week, Monday through, uh, through Sunday or through Saturday and work with these cards at least five minutes a day. Work with this card. And really just sit and focus on it and allow it to penetrate your consciousness. Um, and through training in this concentration and work in meditation as well, you know, I highly recommend uh, working in meditation uh, at least once or once a day. I meditate twice a day. I find that's made a huge difference in my life. Of course, I work with the cards uh, each day as I talk about. Uh, doing for you know for you guys I, I'm doing this work as well and uh, you know it's 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 changed my life you know the amount of my concentration my creativity my focus my memory all this stuff is like it skyrockets when you work with tarot it really does and when you meditate and work on your concentration so then as you go along it brings about this union of the personal and the universal consciousness and that creates uh, this you know this you slip into this once in a while this creates this this really infinitely clear and quiet mind and that's what they're talking about with samadhi and someone who's in a state of samadhi or a state of cosmic consciousness is in that all the time you know whereas uh, most of us just glimpse that once in a while in our meditation work or in our magical work in our ritual work we glimpse that samadhi but keep working and it's like um uh, used to talk about meditation as being like dyeing a cloth so each time you you know you go down into into the absolute into cosmic consciousness uh, through the meditational work through working with these tarot cards Maharishi doesn't talk about tarot cards but it's you know the same uh the same idea anytime we do this concentration or meditation work it's like dipping a white cloth into some some dye so the more times you dip that cloth into the dye, the more color fast it becomes. The deeper the color, the more penetrated the, the dye is into the fabric. So it's a cumulative sort of power. And so every time you work on the cards, every time you meditate, every time you uh, do concentration or meditation on the tarot cards, you're, you're dying, as it were, using the, you, you know, using the, you're dipping into that super consciousness and you're dyeing the cloth of your conscious mind and, and you know seeping it in this beautiful color of super consciousness more and more and more and you know the cumulative effort brings you that state where you're in a constant a constant state of super consciousness a constant state of cosmic consciousness so keep working and keep uh, keep going deeper into this work uh, the title of the card, Hangman, is interesting. So it could also be called the Suspended Man. 
Uh, and the word man is an English noun which comes from the Sanskrit root word manas, manas, which means uh, the mind as the thinking principle. So this gets back to this idea of samadhi. So the title of the card suggests the suspension of personal mental activity. And that's achieved by that meditation or concentration work. When this personal uh, activity is suspended, then you can tap into the powers of subconsciousness. Subconsciousness, as we said, is connected to you know, superconsciousness, which then it manifests when you're able to tap into the powers of subconsciousness, the subconscious mind to such a degree, uh, we can manifest what are called works of power. And this is often known as miracles by those who don't really understand this idea, those who haven't studied esoteric or occult work. Um, so even, even as a result of, of this, these momentary experiences or a result of these momentary experiences of the superconscious state, you know, your whole attitude towards life becomes a reverse of that of the average person. You just get a little taste of this even just a glimpse into this idea of superconsciousness, of cosmic consciousness through this meditation work, through working with tarot cards and so on. You know, for some, some of you, it's even through like through yoga or through, um, through some sort of sports, through running or something like that, or achieve that Zen flow state where, you know, you get these glimpses into superconsciousness. And it does reverse your, your thinking and then begin to understand that this life that we're seeing really isn't, as solid and as important and as, you know, as heavy as we think it is. And it loosens its, you know, its grip on us. And then we can begin to uh, get into that state where we look at this, you know, I want to jump ahead a little bit um, to the, to the, there's a, if you look at the, the universe of the world card, which is key 21, you're going to see this dancer. It's almost the opposite of the hangman, And she's dancing on, on, in the air and it's this complete state of freedom and you see this tau uh this tau cross or this crossbar tau figure or tov letter the hebrew letter that corresponds to that card key 21 uh in this hangman as i said he's suspended from this and you see that he's he's completely reliant on this power he's you know and that's that's really the same idea he's just a different version of this key 21 but it's this reversal, this reversal of, of, of this. So he, he appears to be in bondage. And then in Key 21, uh, she appears to be complete freedom, complete freedom. So when you begin to understand this, change your attitude, and you realize this dependency that you have on superconsciousness, on cosmic consciousness, and this one source, it's a complete uh, reversal of thought, complete reversal of life. And you can go through life and you can be in the world, but not of the world, as Paul said, St. Paul said that. So a person who has had the, this experience of superconsciousness then understands that, that he or she is not just a vehicle, or excuse me, that he or she is just a vehicle. So I just said the opposite thing. So reverse that. Stop. Reverse that. Uh, that he or she is just a vehicle or an instrument of the cosmic life breath person who's had the experience of superconsciousness understands that and sees, oh, wow, I'm just this vehicle or this instrument or this vessel of this cosmic consciousness of this cosmic light breath, life breath, and the I am spirit, of course, the I am, the divinity within. And then the delusion of separation between the personality 
of the ego and the cosmic consciousness, that's gone forever. So that total reversal of mind occurs. Uh, it's like when Jesus said, of myself, I can do nothing. So he expressed this uh, mental state of cosmic consciousness, this complete union and dependence on the source of the one life. And that's where he claimed that Father and me do with the work as well. Uh, this idea of dependence on the cosmic consciousness, this dependence on this one source. You know, and I think most of the time we, we think, well, if, you know, as long as I have enough money in the bank and I've got the right insurance and I've got you know, a great car and I've got a beautiful house, you know, everything's going to be fine. But you shift that around and you say, well, you know, if I've got this connection to this divine source within me, then that's the real, the real security. That's the true security. You know, chasing after the things of this life, you know, they're all fine. It's great. It's beautiful to have uh, wonderful things. And we talk about prosperity and we talk about abundance and creativity and so on on the show. And we want all that stuff. Uh, and that's all great. But you don't want to be dependent on those things. You want to be dependent on the source. You want to be dependent on the source. So as Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all else, all these things shall be added unto you. All these things shall be added unto you, but you seek the source first. Uh, so that's an idea. That's a reversal. That's an idea of a reversal. So in many ways, really key 12 is one of the most important keys in the tarot. So as you work with this card this week, I want you to remember this, you know, think about this, spend some time contemplating uh, dependence on, on the source, dependence on cosmic consciousness. Um, you know, and understand that you're a part of that, and that your conscious mind is directly connected to that. It's not, uh, you know, you're a spiritual being having a human experience, not a, not a human being, you know, having an occasional, you know, glimpses into spirituality, but you're really a spiritual being, a non-material, non-corporeal energy or entity, you know, in a, in a seemingly physical body having an experience, you know, that's a reversal, that's a reversal of understanding, you know, we think of ourselves as being a body that has a, an ego or a personality, and maybe some of us think there's a soul, but really, it's quite the opposite, it's that there's a spirit or a soul that's, you know, that has a material body, that's a reversal of thought, and as you work with this card, your concentration is going to grow, your connection to superconsciousness is going to deepen, and you're going to keep working with tarot and the symbols will work on you and help to create the beautiful changes in your life that you're looking for. This reversal of thought that we're talking about, it's going to help you create this. Uh, and then you begin to see that your real source of power is, I said, as I said, not in this material world, but it's the power of cosmic consciousness, which is your true source and supply in your life. So keep that in mind. Keep working with the cards each day doing your readings, you know, doing your uh, meditation work on these cards and spend each, you know, if you can just take five minutes each day, you're going to find a great, uh, a great result working with these. And, you know, like I said, it's this cumulative experience where you're like dyeing this cloth, you're dipping this cloth into this beautiful dye. Um, and, you know, you do that over and over and over. You have the persistence. And you'll have the cumulative effect of dipping yourself into superconsciousness more and more and more. And you'll be able to experience that all the time. So uh, thank you for joining us. Hope you've uh, enjoyed the show today. Uh, and as I said, you can check out uh, more of our stuff 
on Wednesday, we do the spirit work show and I've got my tarot readings up on at Cosmic Eye Tarot, of course, CosmicEye.org is where you find out all about us and you can purchase uh, Cosmic Eye Tarot cards there. We have pre-sales on our Unicorn and Blooming Cat Tarot decks right now. Uh, so get those while they last. Uh, have a great week. Um, and if you'd like, please support us at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. We appreciate you guys who do support us. Thank you again. Blessings and light to everyone. We'll be back next week speaking about a really mysterious card, card 13, the death card. Uh, take care. Blessings and light.